Welcome to the Diary of a Ghost Hunter podcast with your frightfully good hosts and paranormal investigators, Anne and Renata. Join the chaos weekly as we tell you what has inspired us, what cases we're investigating, what is driving us round the twist, and the true horror of what goes on in the background of being a ghost hunter. This is a Frightfully Good production. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Welcome to this week's episode of Diary of a Ghost Hunter. And oh boy, haven't we opened a can of worms on Oz Paratech? Wait till you hear what people are talking about. Welcome back to Diary of a Ghost Hunter. <laughs> we are with, so professional. With your uh, hosts, Renata Daniel and Anne Rekovic. Both ghost hunters, paranormal investigators, uh, researchers, podcasters, paranormal entertainers and frightfully good tours. Yeah. How's that for a just, just, just to name a few. But anyway, right now what we are doing is we are talking to you about something that came up this week on Anne's Facebook page. Mm, so, Oz Paratech page. Yes, Oz Paratech. Uh, a question was asked, what annoys you most about the world of paranormal investigation? And I have to say... We received, or Anne received, 125 comments. Seems it was a good question to mm. ask. So <laughs> let's go through a couple and let's see what we think about what the answers are and what we might have to say about it because it's a very interesting, good to revisit every so often just to check out on our morals and why we are actually doing this in the first place. Yeah. The, one of the first things that happened is I had to actually hide a comment because somebody immediately used the platform to have a whinge and a gripe about a different team. And it was in regards to two paranormal teams in a certain state that have apparently cornered the market on all haunted locations, leaving this new team that was coming through who were wanting to run ghost tours unable to secure a location and how unfair it was to them that they couldn't get a location. We sort of did a bit of digging to find out who the person was. So that's how we found out the details behind that because all they really did is had a whinge about the fact that only two teams run tours in that particular state. And I have to say that the people who run the tours in that state have been at this for a long time and have won multiple awards yes, for state, their work. Yes, statewide and Australia-wide Australia-wide awards. awards. Yep. They work their freckles off and I find it a bit rude. They work almost as hard as we do, eh? Yeah, they do. Just just about. Just, just about. Not as hard, but just about. They work harder than us when they go away. <laughs> I'm telling oh, you. they do. That is for sure. 
No, I'm not doing you that. You guys work way harder than <laughs> us. <laughs> Find it discombobulating that a new team should come in to a location and expect to be able to run tours or investigations or public experiences at locations that have been well established with somebody who has worked for as a contractor for years, uh, a trusted contractor, and providing great quality content, great quality investigations. And you, you've run into this before, because actually when I got introduced to you, I was told to be careful of you because you had uh, locked down all the locations in Newcastle and you weren't to be trusted and you were greedy. Yeah. So what's your take on all of that? Well... I'm happy to show you my bank account <laughs> to just show you how greedy I am. But number She's two, so greedy. <laughs> number two, the thing is that um, when we started, when I started 13 years ago in Newcastle, really, there weren't too many other people in this field in the area that were even putting out ghost tours. So it was like, okay, I'm going to try and get what I can at this point in time so I can establish myself. Now, some of those spots took four years to get not one email and can you just open the door for me because you know I'm fantastic and look at me and I want to be and here. you've won many awards as well four years of me pleading and saying look I think this would be a really great thing and you know I'll get asked all the time about this particular site and so on it took me four years <laughs> so you know it's A new team, just like anyone else, needs to kind of start sometimes at the bottom and work their way up and be grateful and honest for doing that work. And it's also about establishing yourself as as a brand and being trusted and having a resume of places that, you know, people can ring up and say, yes, we've worked here, here and here. Yeah, okay, fantastic. You know, we trust you with our site. And things have changed. So, you know, 10 years ago, like I said, maybe I was the only one around at the time that was providing tours as an established business. Remember, this is my business. This is what I earn my living from. You don't have another job where you work. That's right. You, this is what you do. Now, of course, with so many other people coming on and wanting to do the same thing in the small areas that we have that want to have tours, you know, big established towns, cities and so on, there's... There isn't that much to choose from. And I'm sorry, it is the way it is. If you were in America or somewhere else, you'd probably hit the same, well, you'd probably have more places to try and get investigations at. You can always do what we did to begin with and hire the place out for a night and do one tour or one investigation with your group, it doesn't mean that a site won't allow you to come in and just do a one-off event. It just means that you won't be able to run established tours there. But many of the sites that I run my tours at will let other groups come in and hire the the place for a night, Mm -hmm. pay $1,000. And have the appropriate insurances. And have your insurances, have your, your first aid, have... Uh, your public and private liability, have all that in place and then go and run your tour or your experience or whatever it might be. 
you know, check with the, the place to see if they will let you bring people in or you might have to do it just for a private group, but at least you'll be doing something. Now, sometimes some groups actually have specific nights where they will allow other groups to come in and, you know, do a few hours of investigating at a, a minuscule amount of the cost. We tried that this year. We just didn't give people enough time to uh, allow them to get their teams prepared. But that's another thing that you can do. But whinging about it is not going to help you be favoured amongst other paranormal groups or people who are not respected. You won't be respected. If anything, you could approach the teams that are doing things and ask them, is there any chance I could hire this location or do you have it contracted for only you? And that's a reasonable question to ask. There are some teams that might get a bit feisty about that, but it's a business question. It's a business proposition. But there was also another bit of a kerfuffle without going into the questions where in regards to the hiring of locations where we've had uh, another team say uh, they are the only team that gives 50% of their profits to the locations where they work. That's called a hire fee. (laughs) And I think all teams are uh, paying some sort of higher fee. They won't get these sites for free. Sometimes it's 50%. Sometimes you're paying 80% over to them. I know for sure that we definitely do 50-50 or worse at most of our locations. So I thought that was a really odd thing to say. Mm, Yeah. It's definitely higher fees. Mm. I mean, I, I could call it a donation as well if yeah. I wanted to. I'm, I'm donating money to that particular site, but it doesn't make me a not-for-profit organisation. No. I have to pay taxes and I, I have to, you know, put in um, you know, all the respective things that I have to do to be legal. Uh, it's, that's what you do when you're running a business. All right, let's find out some of these uh, things. So you find one. I've already had a whinge. Okay, well, uh, most of them talk about bad-mouthing other groups, misunderstandings. So there was one here that was misunderstanding the reality of the spiritual world, and that is where we are going in the afterlife. Now, that's actually a personal belief. Mm. Um, That's not – nobody really knows. We we don't have any proof of that, but – Again, that's their personal belief, and that's totally fine to put that up there. But it's it's when they say that's the that's what it is, and no one else um, has the right answer. That's when you get into trouble. Yeah. Every second person calling themselves a medium. That's one thing that came up. Teams fighting with other teams and each other, and that actually ended this person's team altogether, and that's ego. Uh, We are developing a YouTube channel, but have some videos on our page. When going to some of the places, we have to share with other people sometimes, and that can be that can be a painful progress uh, process. Oh, we we knew this when we went to England, (laughs) and we were in Chillingham Castle, and we found ourselves in the midst of another team that was investigating and doing lives, an English team, and they they made our life a misery Mm. because they were so loud, there was nowhere we could hide to be able to do our little thing at the same time. Well, we were there first. Yeah, we paid a (laughs) lot of money to be there. And, yeah, there was another team there. and uh, They just came in and took over. 
they took over. So I, I totally like get that. This one. I hate watching the investigations when they say, did you see that? But don't have the camera on it. They are professionals. So why aren't the cameras set up on every angle? I'm actually suspicious if the camera is set up on every angle and catches the phenomena every time without fail. Because it's like, how did you notice it, the camera up there? And look, you've you've got to take into account that a lot of teams just don't have the money to buy multiple cameras. I, I think from that point of view, everyone's doing their best. I know it's really hard when you constantly hear people go, did you see that? And it's never caught on camera. I totally understand that. But I think from the point of view of, and you know how much it costs for, for technology mm, and to a put, lot. put out cameras and, and have people behind those cameras and then do the editing and all of that sort of stuff to create something professional for YouTube or, you know, semi-professional just to get it out there so it doesn't look like absolute crap. But this is a lot of money. So please, if you're going to watch someone's YouTube channel, don't be too harsh on them just understand that it is a very costly expensive thing to do this all right yeah groups trying to sabotage other groups we are all in this for the same reason or most of us should be and we should be supporting each other yep that's not going to happen guys let's let's just get over that because it's not going to happen it's it's kind of like each man for themselves each man for themselves um each Each day them for themselves each each site is yours or mine can't be ours or you know you can never step foot on our property type of thing and everyone is super scared of losing their little bit of turf because there isn't a lot of turf to have this one's a good one people that spout para unity then do everything they say they're they are against Yes. That happens all the time. It's the ones calling out para unity the loudest that are normally the ones dividing the community because they use it as a weapon. The orbs. The orbs. <laughs> yeah, the amount of photos of ghost people post, surely it's not that easy to catch a ghost on camera. I'm talking about the vague, blurry photos, possibly with an orb or two for good measure, bonus for a face in the window. Uh, And I like this, when they ask for the entity to do something, and it does, and everyone is screaming and freaking out because it's just done what they've asked them to do. That's, That's crazy. Just be quiet and listen. There could be more happening. And people who antagonize and call out the spirit to get a reaction, so that's when they provoke. Yeah. Yeah. So another person has said, when TV, when on TV, I guess, someone asks for the proof of a spirit and when they get it, they scream and run away. <laughs> Big groups and groups that allow children. Oh. Yep. And look, I get this literally every week. I did have a phone call on Saturday, actually, and we are recording this on Sunday. So yesterday about a lovely lady who wanted to bring her eight-year-old onto a tour and I kept on saying to her it's adults only oh but but you know they watch all the tv shows they're really cool they they love it it's fun they love to get scared but no that's not what this is about it's it's really not what it is about and uh, it's something very different we're not here to recreate a movie we're here to actually 
you know, go into something that is in a reality situation and I don't care how many movies your young eight or seven or six-year-old has seen. Why are you them watch that stuff at that um, age? You are not going to be coming <sighs> on a ghost tour. And um, it's very different when you're in a jail and you're, or you're watching it on TV and you're watching these people go into a jail cell and something's getting thrown at them and you're watching it from the safety of your lounge room is very different to being in that cell and having something thrown at you and you've got no idea where it's come from. That scars a child and we have a responsibility to take care of them. Also, anyone running tours with children... Every single person that is working on that tour or volunteering needs to have a working with children check. Yes. Absolutely essential. And we look, we do know some teams that run tours for um, uh, the tweens. Yeah. So 12, 12 or 11, 12. But there's a responsibility there yep. as well. And you would apply a, a very different dynamic to a group of young younger people are doing a tour than a full-out normal paranormal investigation or an event where more than 80% of people are adults. Yeah, that's, that's a, a completely different thing and honestly that really should not happen. Oh, seeing highly questionable methods presented as compelling confirmation with a lack of any critical thinking. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Yep. Yep. Beautifully put. Probably satanic panic and delusions of demons followed by reliance on gadgets without necessary intuition to discern whether there is something paranormal there or just plain old nature interfering as it does. Yeah. Okay. Uh, someone else says blatant lies. If there's something genuine that you can't catch at the time, just admit it beat you and go back later. Don't whip the camera around and throw something off camera to make sudden noises. Yeah. This has happened to me, this one, and it drove me to distraction. People pretending to get possessed, it'll taken over, and thinking that they know everything. There are some people who are alleged mediums who allow themselves to get jumped or taken over, allegedly, and then makes the whole investigation about themselves or will wander off and and still be in this possessed mode. That's ego. That is so ego. 
I am going to be talking about something on Spooky Sundays tonight Ooh. too. So again, we're recording on Sunday before we go to the radio station, but catch this week's Spooky Sundays episode because I'm going to be talking about what happens when someone calls you out to your home because they think it's haunted and you proceed to tell them we don't think it is. So paranormal groups and people from paranormal groups asking for assistance, help or to look at a photograph or something and give advice and then them rejecting that advice because you don't know what you're talking about because you haven't confirmed what they're, they're saying. And again, everyone has learned from different mentors and, and different ways and learned different techniques and that is totally understandable. But if you are reaching out for a comment from somebody and you are asking them to take a look at something that you may have captured or want to know about, you need to be able to just honorably accept what they're saying, not just go, oh, you're a stupid idiot. You don't know what what you're talking about. And then slam them on social media, which is, again, not the right thing to do. I was uh, put onto a conversation that was going on on, uh, I don't know if it was TikTok or Instagram, but it was somewhere where somebody had put up some photos for evidence and they were saying that there were demons there. And everyone's looking at the photo going, we can't see demons. We can't see anything. We don't know. And it was a bedspread or something that it, it was pareidolia. That's all it was. But this person started jumping on. Now, they've put their photos up in a public place asking for opinion. Mm. And then every time someone said, look, I'm really sorry, I can't see anything there, they would jump on and say, well, I've written a book about my experiences and the paranormal, and I've been interviewed on programs, so I know what I'm talking about. Well, I'm sorry, but writing a book on the paranormal based on your own experiences is just a diary really it's your your personal belief system there there's no research or anything into it unless it confirms the bias you believe and it does not make you an expert at all (sighs) Uh, we've also got one that says all the warnings about Ouija boards so much belief bias people refuse to acknowledge all the positive stories it's no different to any other method of reaching out to spirits entirely neutral again lack of critical thinking people who instantly call demon at the slightest thing mm. they hear a tap <gasps> it's a demon every time it's a de- oh we heard a demonic noise last night didn't we renata yeah, out we in the forest <laughs> As soon as I turned the lights off so we could do our opening and our acknowledgement of country and everything we hear this and the portals to hell opened and sulfur did arise. Yeah, very distasteful. <laughs> it was funny. <laughs> so people, yeah, so, let's, let's yeah. Yeah, keep going. People that promise to help you 100% only to find out they show up with a smudge stick and a bit of black salt. You can almost see the spirits <coughs> laughing. Now, this was an interesting one. There's a bit before it said, yeah, all of the above. Fact is, it will all come around to bite those that treat spirit as entertainment and the lack of respect towards them for their own gain, ego boost, etc. It never used to be like this until money and fame came in. I lose any kind of respect for anyone that goes out to try and pull the wool over people's eyes and fake everything and blatantly lie about it to to all to make fools of everyone. Don't wash with me at all. I've seen and heard it over the years and I just sit back and let 
people undo themselves because it's just not worth giving anyone energy that goes out to deceive, disrespect both this side and the spiritual side. Well, there's a lot to unpack in that statement. Do we have some safe containers? I mean, the thing about this is we've got to stop thinking that there is a whole bucket load of money in this. There is not. There is if you are YouTube paranormal entertainers and you are jumping up and down and going demon and running around like lunatics because the public keep paying them. They keep paying them, but not to us. No. There's not a lot of money to be made in tours. No. Uh, and look, even if you're kind of a YouTuber uh, and you have your people that watch you all the time, there's still not a lot of money to be made because you have to spend money to get to these sites. You have to usually buy your airfares. You have to get your accommodation. You have to spend thousands to hire these sites then you have to go through the whole thing of editing and all of that sort of stuff so once you get it out on youtube you better make sure you've got probably about a million followers to back your little ass so that you can get at least some of that money back because otherwise i'm sorry i don't think you realize renata how much money can be made not just from the views but people that send super stickers They are making... We're not getting them. (laughs) No, because we're not running around going demons. That's my whole point, is that it's the ones that are doing the wrong thing. Now, as regards to money and the paranormal, wouldn't you rather have a team that is respectful and respects the history and is honouring the truth of what's happening at a location, run a tour there and make some money from it, rather than someone who's going to run around faking stuff and pretending there's ghosts and uh, doing jump scares. Well, so I, I, this, uh, I'm just saying with the, the comment this person has made, wouldn't you prefer that somebody is going to run tours there? Wouldn't you prefer that it was actually somebody who was going to do it the right way? It costs us money to run these tours. We use our equipment, which is thousands, thousands of dollars worth of equipment that we let the public use. And let me tell you, they don't treat it terribly respectfully sometimes. gets dropped, it gets broken. The batteries at the moment are $6 a battery, which is crazy. It costs money. I would rather have someone respectful running it than just letting anyone do it. Anyway, sorry, that was my little rant. That would be interesting as a question to ask as as a survey. Higgy Pop at the moment has a survey up and it's asking people to go in there and uh, talk to them about what they think about the current TV shows. So if you have an opinion about the current TV shows that are all about ghost tours, head on over to Higgy Pop Paranormal and fill in their survey. It will be very, very interesting to see what, what they say. Oh, and we have some people that don't like cat balls or phone apps. Look, <clears throat> some of the stuff, and we use we use cat balls, we use uh, phone apps. Don't discard them because we've had a cat ball thrown at us. So that's pretty cool. If they're flashing and carrying on without any logic behind it, we will take that cat ball out and throw it away because it's obviously faulty and we're not going to pretend it's a ghost. And the apps that we use, we've had some crazy success with and we use it in aeroplane mode so it can't access your microphone or the internet. And also you've got to kind of remember that with tours, 
we as a tour provider have people for a very short period of time and they are in a haunted site and they want to have an experience. So we give them the opportunity to have those experiences and then to walk away and go, did I like that or not? Has that changed my mind? Will I come out and do more? That is for them to answer. We can't be scientific on a ghost tour because there is not enough time to not explain. Not when it's paranormal entertainment. Yeah, not, it, we can't explain why we're doing things in a scientific way. And scientifically, it would be as boring as batshit honestly, um, and it would take hours and weeks to and set up experiments for people to do. squashing the joy out of people's curiosity as well. Absolutely. Uh, so when people show us a photo of an orb, we say, well, look, it could be dust or something, but you might have something there. So we just sprinkle that little bit of it could be something else, which may get them to go and research more about what that could be, or they might just be happy being special as we like to call it, and think that they've got a ghost in there. It depends what they hear when they ask the question, what do you think this is? Do they just want you to say that's a ghost and that's all they want to hear? Or are they actually curious as to what it might be? Yeah. Look, most of these, like I said, you got 125 oh, comments. Yes. Head on over to Ausparatech and have a look at that particular post. You can read through those comments yourself uh, and see what you think about them. Most of them talk about the backbiting stuff and the not faking being stuff, yeah, faking stuff, um, demons all the time everywhere, and it's not just like that. Never ever seeing yeah. sensationalizing things. Yeah, never being able to see anything on camera. <laughs> Look, I have to, I have to say, it it would be a, a million in one chance to actually capture something really, really good on camera. Really, really would. And most of us just don't have the capacity to provide that and entertain people at the same time. Yeah. We can't. It's just, it's one hat or the other. Because we've got we to look after it. the location that's contracted us to run those events. Because if we keep going, it's not a ghost, it's not a ghost, it's not a ghost, then people aren't going to come back. No. Because that's not the experience they want. But we are hoping that we are making them curious. Yeah. And of course, if you were to call us out to a home to investigate, it would be very, very different very to different. what we are providing on a tour. But it was that was very, Not a very... Not ball would be seen, nor no. a phone app. <laughs> very interesting this week to um, have had that question yeah. posted. And uh, maybe you've got something to say about what you think about the paranormal community at the moment. What, what's your hate? Write where, it down in the comments. Yeah, and where do you think it's heading? Is it heading in a good way? Do you think things are about to change or do you think it'll just be the same old, same old? Because I actually read uh, today that there will be even more paranormal shows coming on board. And um, there will be even more competition. Now, we've got a little bit more to tell you. But don't forget, if you would like to support the work that we are doing, we don't get paid to do this. We rely on our listeners and our watchers to send us some support. Let us know that you're enjoying it. You can buy us a cup of coffee. Go to Buy Me a Coffee, Anne and Renata, and uh, buy us a coffee. We're a coffee addicts. Or if you are able to send us some appreciation and say that you've really enjoyed it, you've made us think, or offer us some suggestions, subscribe, like, and put some comments in below. That really helps us as well. Uh, and share it around. But we've just come back from Norfolk Island and we had a wonderful time over there. It was the most amazing location we have ever stayed at. It was where the sun sets. Yeah, oh. directly at our feet. Oh. <laughs> 
in a an, an old millionaire's mansion and we got to investigate. We had some interesting things happen at the my favourite place. The duplex. The duplex, mm-hmm. yes. And again at the RSL Club. Yes. So that was awesome. And now we're off to New Orleans in less than two weeks. Wow. There'll be some diaries of ghost, of a ghost hunter from that little adventure, I can guarantee you. So we'll try to crack out another one for you next week before we go to New Orleans. But that brings us to the end of this week. We've got to get in and do our spooky Sunday's radio show now. Don't forget True Hauntings podcast. Make sure you've liked and subscribed. Share it around. Buy us a coffee. Send us a stu- super sticker. Be frightfully good. Stay spooky. See you on the dark side. And, and don't, don't be, be a dickhead. dickhead. Bye, everyone. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program. Thank you for joining us on this week's episode of Diary of a Ghost Hunter. Make sure you check out our True Hauntings podcast, Spooky Sunday podcast, and make sure you have a frightfully good night.